right, guys, welcome back to the Brothers in the Deep End right. podcast. We're back again. Special day, season two, episode one. All right, special day, start of a new season. And before we get into this episode, me and Ethan just want to thank you guys for all the support you guys been putting out for us. You guys been sharing everything. You guys been tuning in. And we hope at least, you know, some of our stories have been relatable and we're able to change your life every day you listen in. Yes. Um, your support hasn't gone unnoticed, and we appreciate all the feedback, for real, guys. Like, keep tuning in, keep pushing. Everything you guys do is how we keep this platform going forward. Yes. Um, before we jump in, um, our episode today is going to be a little bit, a little personal, just like everything on this, you know what I'm saying? We're always personal on the Brothers in the Deep End, and we always want to make it relatable for everyone out there. Um, we're going to talk about something that's been impacting thousands of people around the world. Millions. Millions, thousands, and it's been a it's been a crazy year. I think for everyone, twenty 2020 twenty and twenty twenty one, we're here to talk about COVID, and you know we hope everyone out there is staying safe and everyone is doing the right thing in order to make sure you know they're not jeopardizing others. And today, my brother Ethan here, he's here to talk about a little journey he went through in the last couple months. Um, he was unfortunately. Um, diagnosed with COVID. Whoa, 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 I'll bring that in. Ah, what That's you good. mean? What Wait. you mean? Yes, I was. I'm gonna bring that. I'm gonna bring that in right there. I'll pick it up. I didn't. I didn't mean to interfere. Good fucking shit. Appreciate that. Appreciate everyone tuning in. But before Casey, he he he, he spoiled it for you, but it's all good. Mm. I love this guy. I just want to relay this message, and this is something that needs to get out. So, yes, I caught the fucking vid. Ethan fucking Addison caught mm. COVID nineteen. But I want to talk about the journey before and after I caught COVID. I thought I was being safe with with everything that I was doing. You know, I took the right precautions and whatnot. Life was going good. You know, thankfully, no one in my family was getting affected. But the start of 2021 really just hit another rocker. My life has been ups and downs. And when things are going good, I get slapped again. And I get humbled by God. So... This COVID thing was hitting home. First off, my cousin's mother, I call it Titi Carmen, she got diagnosed with COVID. She was in the hospital for a month, and she wasn't getting no better. And then I had this plan to go to Mexico. This is early January. I had this plan to go to Mexico, me and my friends. We've been talking about it because, you know, I celebrated the end of my victory lap. I graduated school with my bachelor's. Life was going good. And I was like, oh, you know what? Maybe a vacation would do me well. And... Okay, yeah, I get it. Why the fuck do you want to go on vacation in the middle of a pandemic? I think we all need a break, right? And as long as you're staying safe with it, it's all right. But there's a high risk to it. And I'm going to talk about that high risk right now. As you see, I think I caught COVID on the trip to Mexico. So before I go on the trip, I had this intuition because, again, it was hitting home. A lot of people knew it was getting COVID. And it was getting serious. And the cases are spreading. So for those of you out there, please just be careful, mask up, sanitize all that. So his intuition was just off. I called my boy. I'm like, Levi, his name's Levi. Call him, I'm like, yo, I'm scared to go. And this is the day before we was going on vacation. I'm like, yo, I'm scared to go. Because again, I'm thinking about Titi Carmen. It's not about me. It's never about me, whatever I do. My actions. You got to think about how you're going to impact others with your actions. Mm. I know that, you know, Titi, how I look when my cousin's mother is in the hospital for COVID. I'm going out there to Mexico. How do I look in a high risk, you know, for COVID? So I come on, he's like, oh, nothing to be scared about. I was going to flake. I was going to flake the day before vacation. But I preach accountability and be a man of my word. I should have just put my pride aside on that shit. So, but, so then the day comes, 
the day comes, we we go on the flight, all that. It didn't hit me. It didn't hit me till we landed in Mexico. I don't know why, but before, even before I went to Mexico, let me backtrack. I was just running on low fumes of sleep, like five hours of sleep. I was around Casey. Bro, I was we around, were at the gym like the day before. Bro. I was around. I was around you. I was around my boy Ruber. I was around my mother, my stepfather, my family. But mainly like this, how we are with Casey. But I was running on five hours of sleep that that Monday and Tuesday. It was a Wednesday to flight, so we get there in Mexico. I'm still feeling tired. That night, that that night, when I went to bed, I had the fucking chills. Like mm. I thought, but I haven't had that feeling mm. of like being hot in those chills since like a year ago when I had like a respiratory infection, upper respiratory infection, and I went to the hospital right away. I'm like, man, I need to go because I just knew I was like, I couldn't sleep. I'm just sweaty. Like, oh, but. I was sweaty and it was the same thing. So I'm like, hmm, let me, we don't think, oh, COVID off rip. But I think we should, you know, I think we should. And they said, you, you, it's when someone calls, you should think, oh shit, you should be scared. Like no funny. Um, so then that night I'm, I'm, I'm like, I woke up sweaty and everyone's like, yo, you good? Everyone, everyone around the trip. Da, 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 da. <laughs> the symptoms over the time, we're doing all these events and the symptoms were weird at the nighttime. It was spike. And at the morning, it'll spike, but the midday will die away. So throughout the whole trip, we're doing C notes. We're doing all the, all the tour shit. C notes. We're not partying, though. We're just going to C notes. We're, what, what else are we doing? Uh, we did like Zelha. Um, we visited the Mayan Ruin. But I was just off. Like something about me was off. I had chills. Like I wanted to be in the sun. The minute I went in the shade, I was cold. I couldn't even be in the water or enjoy the water as much as I wanted to. Because again, I had I just felt off. Like I'm like, yo, I usually like going in the water, but like I'm freezing. Like if I go in the water, I'm freezing. <laughs> yeah, I yeah, want to yeah. be in the sun and I want to rest up. I want to get my rest. How's the weather though? Was it hot? The weather was beautiful. It was hot, but at the same time, I'm feeling off because any little breeze would throw me off. Again, I mm-hmm. had the chills. Then it transitioned to this is throughout the trip. It's great. I was in the trip. I was in the trip for like a couple of days, right? So then it transitioned to um, a sore throat. It was mad hard for me to swallow. I felt like I was swallowing. Paper, paper, like paper bowl. Like every time I swallow, oh it would just hurt. It would just hurt to mm-hmm. swallow. And I'm like, yo, what the fuck? I'm like, maybe I have a throat infection again. I'm not thinking COVID because I'm doing the. I'm thinking I'm doing the COVID test. I can still smell and taste throughout <laughs> yeah. the whole trip. So towards the end of the trip, like I noticed my smell was coming off because I was with Kevin. They're taking shots. I'm dead. And it's tequila, and they're taking it, and they're like, mm, I can smell it. Mm. And I smell. I'm like. What the fuck? I'm like, it's not that strong. Whoa, that was a bad sign. Mm-hmm. Look at like tequila. You could, could smell tequila like that should bro, burn your like nostrils and bro, everything. Yeah, I, I was like, I was like, it's not that strong. Bro, and it's like was, the hand sanitizer in the room over yeah. here, bro. And that was the last day. And then so Sunday we get back. I'm feeling better, and now it transitions to just like the sore throat was very mild. So my mom picks me up. I went Kevin. I went my step pops Hector. Boom, I was like, yo, I need to go get tested ASAP. They came in, they picked me up in mask and all that. I had a mask on. Think about it, I'm on the flight with this shit. I, I didn't know I had COVID then. So Did I you feel back. any symptoms on the flight or anything? On the flight, again, I just had the, the throat. And that's the, it? That's it. That's crazy. So the, the, thank God the symptoms got better over vacation. Because what if I was in Mexico? And then you got really sick. And I got there. really sick oh, over there. Or if Samaya said, oh, I thought you, I, I wanted to say you had COVID when I got diagnosed. She's like, I wanted to say, I think you have COVID, but I didn't want to say it because you would got shook. If she told me, Ethan, I think you had COVID, I would be like, damn, she's probably right. I would have took my ass right back home mm-hmm. and fucked the trip. So I get back and I'm like, I need to get tested again. I wake up early, get tested. I took the rapid and the PCR. The rapid came back positive. 
Bro, when I say my fucking eyes came dun, out my fucking when I say my eyes came out my fucking socket, they came out my fucking socket when that positive thing came back, and my heart went to my fucking asshole. I don't know if you ever, and I haven't felt like this since if y'all tuned in to season one, episode one. I talked about when the doctor diagnosed me. Of, well, he was estimating it was cancer. That's when I got that feeling again. Like <gasps> my heart was going fast. I was panicking, nervous. I'm thinking like, oh shit. I'm about to die tomorrow because you don't know how COVID is going to affect anybody. Mm -hmm. Again, my cousin's mother's in the hospital fighting for her life. And sadly, when I was on vacation that, that last two days, she passed away from COVID. So now I'm shook because it's really, you know, she passed away from COVID. And a lot of people know what's passing. And we see all over the news. But, you know, the problem, with, like with us humans, we don't really know how, how it affects us until we're in that fire. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's never, I feel like this is like most of the things, too, is like it never is a real problem until it personally affects you. Yeah. And, and that's, that's selfish. And I don't care what no one says. That's selfish. And a lot of shit happens to me. And I was like, damn, like, fuck, like, holy shit. So now my mom, my stepfather, and my grandma, I live with them. They go get tested. They come back positive. I'm like, what the fuck? I'm like, yo, I just put this on my family. Like, and then I told my, my friends, I was on vacation with four of them. I went with four of them. Shout out Kevin, Chris, Levi, Samaya. So Le so Samaya and Levi, they tested negative. Thank the Lord. Kevin and Chris on the land tested positive. I'm like, holy shit. Oh, I'm like, and then now it's about, all right, who were they around? Kevin was around his mother. Christopher was around his friend or what the case may be. And then now I'm, I'm all panicking. I'm like, I put this on everybody. And I was just, I felt responsible and I really hit a low. This thing almost really broke me because it brought me to a dark place when I got diagnosed when I was quarantined. It brought me to a dark place when it sent positive. Because now my mom was like, she, everyone in the household, was, my grandma's crying, my mom's crying. Because again, they're panicking, paranoid, mm -hmm, you know? Yeah, of course. And it's something we don't know too much about. So, yeah, obviously. I, so I don't know how it's going to affect my mom now and my stepfather and my grandma. And None of all everyone was feeling good before the trip. Casey still negative. Ruber good, you know. And my parents were good. It's like when I came back, I think it was most infectious, but I won't know. I think I caught it on vacation. People saying, "Nah, you didn't catch it on vacation before," but I think I caught it on vacation because that night is when I started to feel really off. And I was again, my my sleep is important. I was running five hours of sleep, so my my immune system was off. I touched on boom, you know. Yeah. And that's crazy because I think a lot of us also get like information but we don't know like anything about it like you said like you thought you got it on the trip but like we also don't know if like you were manifesting that shit for like 10 days prior and then you just weren't contagious luckily you know what i'm saying that we didn't get sick but like it's just it's crazy because then the next day it was just like whoop, yeah you came back and you're like i'm positive and you called me about it and i was like what the fuck <laughs> i was dead i was like nah bro i was like stop playing with me he's like nah like i'm dead ass and i was like oh shit and I was like, now I'm shook because I was like, now I should probably look out for the symptoms and make sure I'm not sick. But like, luckily I got tested and I came back negative and I was fine and I didn't feel sick at all. That's what I'm saying. And like, I don't know. And at that point, I, I think I hit it all the time long because I feel like I brought it on everyone around me. Mm -hmm. And I don't ever want to do that. When I suffer, I kind of want to, if I'm going through a bad time, I don't want to bring no one around me. Let me go through my bad time alone because I don't want to induce my negative or energy on anyone else so i literally pushed everyone away from me i wasn't talking to nobody besides casey at times even casey could tell you i gave him a cold shoulder i was depressed for one day i don't know god is amazing 
And for anyone out there going through it, that's how I cope with it. I said a prayer and it just changed everything. I just said a prayer and I just, you know, I said, I'm going to take this day by day. I got to control what I can and what I cannot control. I got to leave to God. I just got to leave alone. And how I can control this, sanitize my hands, take my vitamins, vitamin uh, I was taking D3, zinc, I'm still taking it, vitamin C, just continue to just, you know, hot shower, you know, clear out my system, have the right foods. And I couldn't, and then when I came, and then when I got diagnosed, it's weird. I couldn't smell a taste. Like that day I got that, I couldn't smell a taste. Like and That's like the two major symptoms that like not everyone says they have is that they can't smell or taste. And you know, you know what's creepy about you not smelling a taste? I'm going to tell you something funny. You know when I couldn't smell? I sprayed two things. I sprayed cologne. I said, Damn, I can't smell. I was, psh, psh. I was, yo, I thought I was tripping. Then, this is a good test for I'm all y'all nasty motherfuckers I'm out there. I wiped my ass. I put that. I put the baby wipe. The, 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 I couldn't smell my shit. I couldn't Josh smell. over here fucking putting hand sanitizer on his hands too I, right I, now. I couldn't shit. I, I, I mean, I couldn't shit. <laughs> <laughs> I, you wild. Yeah, I mean, I couldn't smell my shit. But then, again, like throughout all that, I was thinking like, all right. Do I have stuff set up for my mom? Because maybe tomorrow's my last. I don't know. I start thinking like, oh shit. But it wasn't even about me because my mom, my grandma, my mom, my mom has some pre-existing conditions. Not, you know, some too not too extreme. My grandma's elderly. You know, mm. I don't know how it's gonna affect them. So now I'm getting all right. Let me make sure they're doing all right. It wasn't even about me because I was getting better. It's like on vacation, I went through the worst on vacation. Think about it. I was doing all these events. And I felt off and I was just pushing myself through it. I wanted to be in the Airbnb sleeping, but I'm like, fuck, I paid for vacation. I got to do these events. Mm. And I felt off the whole trip. Like, I was just tired. Again, I had the chills. And like, midday, I'll feel good, but I knew something was off. I'm like, yo, why am I not enjoying myself as usual? Mm -hmm. You just know. And then I just made sure I got things set up for my mind. I got this. And at that point, when, when life gets serious, all you think about, yo, Money, like the emergency funds are your money and the savings matter and whatever your investments, that matters. All the other bullshit, the designer, at that point, my my sneakers, I got a big sneaker collection. All my all the clothes and shit, that shit don't matter. The TV didn't even matter at that point or PlayStation 5, all that didn't even matter at that point. It was about my health and making sure I had the right money to cover these expenses. Because now in COVID, you have to pay for, like, how am I going to get food now? How am I going to cook food? I started thinking about that. I'm, me and my, we all have COVID. We had to order food. Bro, I ran up my credit, you know, pretty extensively, but I had to for the family. No, absolutely. And that's, that's why it's important. Mm -hmm. I want to, really, and COVID showed this to me. Credit is very important. Make sure you have, you know, credit for those emergency situations. Thank God I had a good credit. Everything was good. I used my credit, me and my mom. I had emergency savings available. Make sure you have a six to 12 month, um, uh, saved up of expenses because you just never know. You never know when life's going to change. This COVID shit showed me that, that in a day, shit could just boom, change. Especially, with, you know, with oh, everything that's going on. And I was just, I was in a dark place for, though, for that day, man. And I was just really dark. I pushed, again, everyone away. I f I'm sorry to everyone I pushed away. I just, I had to go through this shit. I feel like I had to go through this shit alone until I felt better. And then when I felt better, I reached out to Casey. I reached out to everyone. And I just told him what was going on. And I was just in more of a bright light. And God humbled me. And when in that dark time, when I thought life was probably going to be over or my life was going to be shorted, um, I had to practice forgiveness and humility and be humble. There was this one relationship of mine that I wanted to rekindle. And it was with a family member, my cousin Anthony. Me and him haven't spoke for a year. So when I caught COVID, I'm like, damn, you know, if, I, if, I, if I'm going to pass away tomorrow, 
this Lord, something's gonna happen to me. I need to get I need to get this off my chest. I need to forgive what's going on. I reached out to him and we were we put our differences aside as a family. And you know, now me and my cousin, we're back in tune, we're back in route. We resolved the differences. We haven't spoke for a year. We resolved it really quick as young men and we moved on forward. And I just want y'all I want to tell y'all out there that, you know, life is again, as cliche as life is really short. It's Don't fragile, carry no bro. Don't carry no negativity or nothing like that. Like learn how to forgive and just move on because, you know, when the days are when your days are cut short, when something bad really happens, you start thinking about that. And you don't want no negative. You don't want to be. You don't want to have any negative energy inside you or like any broken bonds. Unless try to forgive, try to forgive and just move on. You know. No, and that's true, man. That is that's and it's crazy how like a situation like this would like make you like in a way come to like your senses to be like, all right, like maybe some of this shit that happened. Like wasn't worth it, and maybe now it's good to get shit off my chest. And yeah, kind of just yeah rebuild the relationships that were probably like burned. You know. Yeah, exactly. COVID really opened my eyes when I was in when I was quarantined. Remember, I have a, a fucking box room. Okay, when I was in that box room, I did a bit in my room. I I didn't go to jail, but I did a bit in my room. I really just started thinking and doing a lot of reflection, and about what's important to me. And I realized, you know, even before I caught COVID, like maybe I was an asshole to some people, and I need to like. Be more forgiving. Be more nice. I start being more nice to Casey. Yeah, I know I have tough love for a lot of my brothers and a lot of people out there, but that's because I really want you to be great. And I'm just tired of like wasted potential at times of people just taking this life shit for granted and not going for or just not taking life serious because life is fucking serious. This is not no fucking game. This is not no game. You cannot play games with it. Like you have to really be safe and be prepared for any. Try to be try to be prepared for any situation possible. I know that's some, you know. Like sounds like, whoa, mm -hmm. how can I do that? But you gotta be prepared and you just gotta move wise, gotta move cautious. And yeah, man. I was gonna say, so like I was gonna say this is a little personal, but like what was going through your mind like during these dark times? Cause you said they were dark, but what was really running through your mind like so, during this one day so or two day period? I just again, I didn't want to talk to nobody. Um, I was dry, my mom, and you know the sad part about it is this is a little selfish, but my mom is worried about me at the same point. And it's just like, I don't want to talk to her because I feel like I was a burden. I feel like I put this thing on my family. And as a man, I feel like I failed my family. And I feel like I broke my code with my father because I told him I got I got the family. In that morgue, when I was looking at my dad, I said, I got you. And I just felt like I was irresponsible going on this trip, knowing about everything that was going on. And, you know, I'm not, I think I caught this from the trip and I'm going to just stick by it. I don't care what no one tells me. I think I caught it from going on this trip. And my intuition, again, Sunset, Ethan, do not go back out. I just had this feeling in my heart, do, 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 do. And I still went. I went against the grain. And God said, okay, <laughs> you want to go? Like, boom. And that's what happened. And that's how I felt. I just didn't, I just didn't want to associate myself with nobody anymore. And I just felt like nothing was ever going to be the same. But thankfully, things in my household are back to normal. And whatnot. My household was even my household was spooky, man. I had to walk around with masks and gloves. It's just there was no love in the household, you know? Yeah. It, it just felt crazy. And that's I feel like that's even like today because like I feel like everyone's like at a point where we're in the middle of something that's so unknown and it's kind of like walking on like thin ice. You don't know what's gonna happen next. And I feel like everyone kind of judges someone based off like even a cough. Right. It's something it's funny how you say there's no love in the crib or anything like that. But like you guys obviously were positive. But like even in public now, bro, like people who aren't positive and like 
they cough randomly in public, everyone's like, oh, I'm not, I'm not walking next to that well, person. I, I could agree. I do the fucking same shit now. Well, not, absolutely, because we're kind of trained to do that yeah, and at this now, point. And now, even though I'm pretty safe because... I got antibodies, but now anyone's coughing, I keep my distance. I have double masks now. I have my gloves in the gym. Like, I'm not fucking around. Like, even though I wasn't fucking around before, but just show me that, like, we have to step it up a notch. Like, don't get too fucking comfortable with this shit because Mm-mm. now they're having mu- new mutations, and I don't think, and it's just, you could touch something and it's over. I don't know. Yeah. You know, you could be, around, I was in the plane positive, and I was around, I was sitting next to two people in a crowd. They might have got it. I don't know how it affected them. Absolutely. And then at that point, it doesn't, it's not about you anymore. Like you said, it becomes a problem for everybody else. And like, just because you're young and you're healthy, I'm not saying that nothing can happen, but you're also putting people now who are, who can be at a higher risk of dying potentially. And I feel like that's when it's like, oh shit. I can even tell you a little story about like my like experience with COVID. Like we're going to go back. If some of y'all even tuned into my episode, um, I talked about how like I came back home from Afghanistan like middle of March. This is when COVID first started popping off. Um, overseas, we didn't even know too much about COVID because it wasn't really a thing. Like in Afghanistan, like we didn't care. Like that's the least of our concern, like to be honest with you. So we spoke about, I, I saw man memes about COVID and all this shit. And like I, I was like very ignorant at the time. And I'm like, I'm not afraid to admit it. I was very ignorant about it at the time. And I was like, man, like this shit ain't going to kill me, bro. I'm not even worried about COVID. Like. I just survived combat. I'm going to be all right. I don't give a fuck. I'm going to go home, get lit, party. And then, like, it also came to that that point where, to me, it was just, like, once it started, and, like, this is, like I said, this was just the ignorance in me and, like, just me being selfish. But, like, once it started to hit close to home, then I was, like, okay. Like, now this shit is a lot more different to me. I should take this shit serious because it's not about me anymore. And I was getting really shook. Like, at one point... Like, I'll even tell you guys, like, I, the first month I got back home, I was out and about. I was trying to hang out with people, going out to the city. I saw no one out, and I was like, oh, this is type lit. And don't get me wrong, you know, from a selfish perspective, it was a very good time because no traffic. There was nothing that I can go shopping wherever I want. No one's in stores. Mm-hmm. But I didn't realize the severity of that because I didn't realize that life in the United States was still, like, that bad due to COVID. And, like, you know, that was just something I didn't understand at the time. And, you know, I, that was just a little chip on my shoulder. But I put my pride aside like once shit started getting like very very serious like throughout the semester in college once like shit started like closing down fully fully and then i was at home full time most of the time it was just like shit like now this is crazy and the craziest part about covid is like at one point like my mother tested positive and she was really sick and it was because i thought my mom got a biopsy at the time because my mom had to get like this little like examination done and we just blamed it on the biopsy. And my mom was, like, really, really sick, bro. Like, really, really sick for, like, a week. And I'm, like, I walked around the house with her. She was still there. I chilled in my room most of the time. And there was nothing to do because we were literally dead smack right when quarantine started. And then, like, like a week later, two weeks later, she's, like, okay. But got tested for the antibodies and came back positive, which tells me that she was probably positive with COVID that whole entire time. Mm-hmm. I didn't get sick. And I don't know how. I'm not saying, you know, knock on wood. But I'm just saying, like, I didn't get sick, and that was the craziest part to me because I was like, this shit is insane to me. Like, how am I not getting sick? But, like, all the people around me are. And yeah. I'm not even a carrier of COVID because I got tested consistently. Yeah. And I was like, what the fuck is happening right now? And then, again, that's the goes for the vacation. I was on vacation with the same four people. Two out of four tested mm-hmm. positive, and the other two were good. Like, mm-hmm. what the fuck? But then I come home, my mom off the rip, positive. My stepfather's positive. My, mm-hmm. the, my grandma positive. I'm like, 
how they thank God they were good. You no, know what absolutely. I'm and then like my grandma even came back positive too. And my grandma's like diabetic and she has a lot of health issues. All jokes aside, I, I made a joke. I looked at my mom. I was like, it's rip. And I was just like, my mom starts laughing. She's like, don't say that stupid. But like, no, like on a real note, I looked at my grandma and like I made like it was so sad because I couldn't see my grandma. And I was scared to go over because I was like, I don't want to get her even more sick. You and she was like, I was like, if I lose my grandma right now, bro, like it's clip. Like I'm going with her, bro. Cause I love her to death, man. Like, mm -hmm. and I was really, really down because I was like, I can't see my grandparents now. My grandpa didn't even get sick. And my grandma came back positive for COVID. And they all live in the same crib. Bro. And that's the craziest part about this. We I don't want, know nothing. I want to pick up on something. Right? You say you couldn't see your grandma. Now, me, I'm still paranoid to see my grandma. I haven't seen my grandma in a long time. Mm -hmm. My aunt lives with my grandma. My aunt, back in November, tested positive for COVID. Mm -hmm. So my grandma's 88. God bless her. Mm -hmm. So now I'm like, oh, shit. They live in the same crib together. I'm like, oh. And my aunt was like, get tested. I got tested. Because I was with her like a week before. I was good. So my grandma, praise the Lord, she was fine. But my aunt had COVID. And like I just felt bad because when I was talking to her, it was like, I don't know what advice I could give her because like, when you're going through something like that, you kind of have to, like, be there with them to witness it or, like, had to go through it to, like, give them that advice. Mm -hmm. I didn't know what to tell her. And I didn't know what she was feeling. And think about it. It's just her and my grandma in the house. And then they're quarantined from my uncle because my uncle will help them around. So they were just isolated mm -hmm. for 14 days or more. Everything's put on hold. And it's like, oh, shit. Now I'm thinking about my grandma. I'm thinking about my aunt. And I, I couldn't imagine what she was going through. And COVID, right? It took away some it took away something of me. It took away time. It took away two to fucking three weeks of my life in the crib. I couldn't do shit. I couldn't, you know, I just do I do the same thing. I wanted to record in the studio. I couldn't come to the podcast studio and I couldn't go to the gym and work out and just see my boy Casey and just hang out just for a bit or go out to eat. I couldn't do those things. And I just I was in the crib. I'm getting like paranoia. I'm getting like cabin fever. But those two weeks, I'm not gonna get back. You know, and I couldn't hug my mom. I had to call my mom in the <laughs> crib. I had to call her. You know, I had to call my stepmoms. I couldn't get, come near them. And then I, I'm still, I was paranoid to like touch my, I didn't even touch my dog for a while. And he's looking at me and my mom mad, sad, like howling and stuff because we was just, <laughs> we was isolating the dog. So that's one thing that COVID like really took was my time. And that shit fucking sucks. You don't want nothing that's going to take your time away. Because yeah. time is important. And we, we spoke about this, I think, also. I think it was in my episode from its first season that there's two things we can't get back. And that's time and people. And that's mm. what COVID takes from people. Yeah, and it, it that's what makes it so fucking dangerous. It, it, time, no, you absolutely. Know? And I, like I said, like, you know, even to, like, further your point, like, it really, really hit home for me when people like you, people who I consider extremely close to me, that I see, like, almost every day, had people passing and they would tell me about it and that's when it hit me for real and i was like you know like after seeing someone like sad and go through that and losing someone they love off of something like this it's just it broke my heart bro and, and i was like you know like i as cliche as it sounds i repeated this a thousand times bro but it, at that point it's just not about us mm. and i was like nah now, after I heard all the stories and after you caught it and I heard, you know, people close to me losing people, I was paranoid. And now every time I go out, I'm shook to even touch anything. I always make sure my hands are sanitized. 
And that shit really changed my whole perspective on this. And like, this blows my mind still to this day, bro. And like, we we pointed on this early a little bit, how people say like, you know, it's not a problem until it really personally affects them. Like, this personally affected me in multiple ways, more than one. Because obviously I came back negative every time, so I don't know how it feels to have COVID. But I might as well be positive because I felt it from everyone else. Mm. And my biggest thing was just like, I'm not going to tell someone how I live their life. That's not my job, right? I'm not here for that. But when I see people, and this is just my opinion, right? When I see people going out, social media, going to get lit, like, oh, I got to go vacation. I got to go party. I got to go get lit during these times. Like, now you're you're looking, I'm sorry, bro, but y'all looking crazy. Yeah, Y'all looking kind of like clowns now because it's just like, you can't be doing that and expect someone to not say something because say someone loses someone, you're out kind of being ignorant saying, nah, fuck it. We're all going to get lit together. But when y'all get COVID, then it's just like, uh, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Now it's important to you. Mm-hmm. And you can't be doing that. And I feel like a lot of people think it's like so important to party and get lit during these times. Like I think right now is, we all have to heal together and we have to be a lot more cautious because if we're not, this shit ain't ever going to end. Uh, and we and we don't and we don't know when it's gonna end. That's and they're saying COVID might be might be here. You know, it might be just a flu now, like n- not just a flu, but it's gonna you know how flu season. Yeah, not. absolutely. It's gonna be like that, and it's just it's just it's just fucked up, man. It's just really fucked up. Mm-hmm. And I want to talk. I want to switch real real quick. Um, when I went to Mexico, I went to out the country in the middle of fucking pandemic. That was my first time going out the country. I got humbled again. I never been out the country. And I thought, like, I didn't think nothing really of America. When I went to Mexico, uh, I went to Tulum. I was like, holy shit. We live the good life in America. I was like, when I got there, I'm like, this is good weather and all. But I cannot live here. I'm so thankful for the shit I got back home. No, absolutely. And when Casey brought up the episode last season of him going to Afghanistan, like, I was like, oh, he went to Afghanistan. Yeah, desert, oh, boot camp. Even throughout the episode. <laughs> I didn't really feel him because it's just, again, I didn't really fucking know what it means to be out of the country or how the fuck Afghanistan looks. Yeah, we hear about it. Oh, it's fucking crazy war. But I think we just say, yeah, we feel you. Yeah, we understand. We be in the moment. But we fake be in the moment. We just say, yeah, yeah, We just brush you up like, yeah, we get you. But you don't really get them until you did that shit. Then you could, you know, mm-hmm. or witnessed it or like you was a part of it. Then you could really feel them. So when I went out the country. I was like, damn, I, got, I was like, yo, like I took a lot of shit for granted back at the crib. Yep. A lot, of shit, a lot of shit for granted. And I'm just so thankful for everything that I got. And just for anyone out there that's just going through it right now, um, you just got to find some peace and you got to be patient. And like I said, it's just a day-by-day thing. I wrote, I had a journal throughout quarantine. I wrote my thoughts out. That helped me a lot. And I was just listening to good music, good vibes. I wasn't really tuning into social media because social media... It could kind of get you depressed or kind of get you tight. Like, when I was looking through social media, I had it. I'm like, fuck. Like, what the fuck? I'm I was getting mad because I'm seeing all these people live a life and da-da-da-da. It's like, I, that shit don't relate to me, dog. Yeah, no, a thousand percent. That shit don't. That, right now, I'm really going, like, all these people posting this, uh shit. It's like, that shit don't. That shit, the social media shit, didn't even matter at that point. No, nah, because it's just like now it's either me or nothing, bro. And it's yeah, just like, it's, it's do like, or die, bro. It's, no cap. <laughs> it's literally, it was literally do or die and literally... I was I was right here. Like, yeah, look in the screen. I was in the deep end. Bro, right this here. podcast was about to be brother in the deep end. Yeah, this that, guy didn't come back, bro. Yeah, that's that's Dead real ass. shit. I was I was in the deep end, but I'm just so thankful that I'm here and I'm able to just relate a message and I just hope this helps somebody. I had a lot of emotion throughout this COVID thing and it changed me for the better. Again, I, I put 
So my differences aside, I put my differences aside with a cousin I didn't speak to for a full year. And I said, I wasn't going to ever talk to that dude, for you know, and but I did. I just put it down. And you know, the crazy thing about it is that my cousin, he had COVID. Mm-hmm. And I'm sorry for that because I didn't reach out to him when he had COVID and see how he was doing. I didn't really care. And that's fucked up. But I think even to, sorry to cut you off, but like, I think sorry to even, even touch on that topic, right? I think this whole entire like quarantine, like, it brought a lot of bad during this time. Mm. But in a way, there's also a lot of good things that came out of it. And I mean that in the most positive way possible because I feel like this quarantine alone and this whole experience of the world going through this taught us what's most really important. You know? And what's that? Time. Okay. People. Okay. Family. Foundation. Your life. Everything I think that you want to be and everything you want is extremely like fundamental and especially it goes to show you i think time is short life is short and if you can't like live to the fullest every day and it took this for you to like finally get there like you're living wrong man Mm -hmm. and i this is something about ethan that i think that's always been great and like him as a person every day he lives every day like it's his last and that's like for real for real like i've never met anybody who literally lives their life like it's their fucking last and like ethan is literally that person he will give 110 percent every day and like being with him through this whole entire quarantine like he's even pushed me as a person because like i just want to chill sometimes and fucking sleep and don't do dick i'm gonna be honest with you yeah but like there's times like where i think in this whole entire time like i'm not gonna say we all needed this because obviously i would never wish a death upon anybody but i think this time period brought us closer together with our families it showed us what was really important for whatever is important to you obviously because that's subjective but like for me, this brought me closer to my family. This showed me that people, time is extremely important to me, always will be. It also shows me that I can work on so many other things and it made me pivot towards a bunch of different other goals and made me work on myself that much more. You know what I'm saying? It forced me to get out of my comfort zone and work from home or whatever I was doing and make me push that much harder since times were so hard. Yeah. And I think that shit's crazy. 100%. And I've been, like you said, I've been living every day as my last. And you know what's the funny thing when you said that? I said, well, if I pass away, I lived a pretty good fucking damn life. <laughs> yeah. I, I really, like, at that point, I said, if I pass away, you know what? I did. I, I think I did a good job of living. I really, the only thing I wanted to put behind me was that relationship with my cousin. But I said, you know what? If I do, I wasn't really scared of death at that point. I was, I did, I did fear it. And I woke up, I said, yo, what the fuck? I've been living, I've been living every day, man. I've been, I've been getting mm-hmm. to it every day. I love life. And I just go out and just do shit. And the top lessons of this is that whatever you want to do, go ahead, do it. You know, take your risk while you can. And this podcast wouldn't have started if it probably wasn't for COVID because I was like, what is something I always wanted to do? I couldn't say, yeah, I want to do a podcast. Da, 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 da. Boom. When this thing happened, I said, what I got to lose? At this point right now, throughout all the myths of all the bad, we have some freedom. You know Absolutely, yeah. You have some freedom because now you get you you're in the crib. You have that thought, and you get creative, and you can actually go for it right now. Yeah, certain shits on hold, but you can actually come up with a plan and like do your little execution, take a little risk. As long as like your rent's covered, everything's go ahead, put a little risk, do what you got to do. You know what I'm saying? Just mm-hmm. just live, man. Just get you know. Yeah, there's always a light at the end of the tunnel, and you know, no matter how hard you know you work for something, I think in the end, as long as you put your mind to it, then and you gave it your best that's i feel like what's most important yeah. man and and my dad my dad my dad again was right 
He said, better days are ahead. And think about it. That it almost it almost broke me for that day, but then the next day I woke. I said the prayer. I woke up feeling better. And better days did come. I'm here recording. I'm gonna we're gonna post this, and you guys are tuning in, and that's the blessing right now. You guys have ears and are listening. You guys, if you could see me, you could see me. And, and like I was thankful, even though I lost my sense of smell and taste at that time, I was thankful. I had my eyes, man. I was able to move my limbs. It could have been fucking my heart, my breathing. I'm feeling better now. I'm back. Mm -hmm. I'm back. You know, I'm back and I'm better. Huh? Shows you how to live. Yeah. Live. And, Thank you, everybody, again, for just tuning in, supporting. It means a lot. We're really just starting this thing from the ground up, and you're just going to witness growth. It's not something that's just like, boom, it's automatically good. Like, you're going to see something become greatness, and that's that's wonderful right there. You know, and um, again, just continue just give us your feedback, what you want to hear. We'll, we'll speak it out. I have none to hide. I'm just going to tell the truth mm -hmm. of my side, in case you tell the truth of his side. Tune into this album called called Rear. Could we get a little yo yo Josh? Should we put him on on the on the spot for a little freestyle? Oh, oh no! Nah. Nah. Oh shit! Yeah. I uh, he said he's, <laughs> he's like I'm not doing that. He said not. Nah. Oh shout out shout out Josh Brooklyn Podcasting Studio. Follow them, like them, follow them, like them on Instagram. They do a great job here. If anyone's mm -hmm. looking for to do a podcast or you know want to come up for an interview, they clean, they sanitize. They've been like this since day one. That's why I came here. And Josh does a phenomenal job of just keeping this place, you know, sanitized. I love y'all. Appreciate y'all. And it's do or die. Do or die. Ah. It's suicide. Yeah. And a special shout out to all first responders out there keeping America safe, man. Keep doing what y'all doing. And we love you. And thank you guys for the support.